Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. A variety of herbs and seasonings can always add to any dish, but how about lavender? I'm Allison Lund for the Midwest Farm Report. Aaron McReynolds is the owner of New Life Lavender and Cherry Farm in Baraboo, along with his wife, Laura. He shares that lavender can be added to dishes to give a unique flavor not found elsewhere. Before diving into the culinary uses with lavender, Aaron outlines lavender production in Wisconsin. Well, lavender is naturally a Mediterranean plant, so, so obviously there's some challenges with growing it in Wisconsin. Uh, there's some most varieties we are able to grow despite our cold winters because we typically get enough snow cover to pro- provide insulation for the plants. Uh, but we do get a lot more rain than lavender would typically like. Uh, so we plant everything on in hills and we have very sandy soil, which sandy loamy soil, which drains the moisture much better. So what does the growing season look like? Uh, typically they you know, it takes a couple years to have a full producing plant, uh, and then some of our varieties will start blooming about the the second week of June, and then about the end of June we'll be we'll start harvesting different varieties at different times, and then we have, and then some of our ex intermedia plants will bloom a little later. Typical, typically they start blooming about the last week of June. This year. With our cold spring, they bloom. They started, you know, a good three weeks later than that. Uh, but typically, we're harvesting for about a six-week period. We're harvesting as much as we can every day. Um, about we're about fifty-fifty, maybe sixty-forty. About fifty percent of our lavender we harvest, and we distill it for essential oil the day we harvest. And about the other fifty percent, we're we're drying the buds and then debutting them and using them for culinary uses. So we're about half and half culinary and essential oil. Obviously our essential oil then we take and use in our bath and body products and the culinary buds we use for all of the cooking products that we make. So before we dive into the cooking aspect of it, because I'd really like to touch on that, what kind of labor is involved with growing lavender? (laughs) Yeah, so... uh, Lavender is a very labor-filled crop. Um, You plant it. We plant it by hand. We weed it by hand frequently. We prune it by hand, and we harvest it by hand. And then, uh, yeah, so we're going over each plant very often. Um, There are some machines that, that you can get to help harvesting when you're making essential oil uh, that are difficult to get right now, but that is about the only thing you can do. Um, but in terms of getting culinary buds that you have to harvest by hand because you have to bundle them and, and dry them before you can not debud them. What's it like sourcing for labor then? I know throughout the pandemic, it's been sort of hard to find people to help with some of this stuff. And especially with this being so labor intensive, what is it like canvassing for help? Uh, this year we haven't had uh, issues with that. We've had a lot of issues getting supplies in, but in terms of labor, uh, most of the harvesting, most of the outside work is done by myself and our two sons. Uh, we do hire an additional uh, high school student that helps us outside, and then for occasional things we'll pull other people out. But um, 
we don't have to care too much for that outside work. And, you know, obviously to manage our, our farm store, we hire 10 to 15 people every off season uh, to manage the kitchen and the, and to be inside the retail store. So backing up a little bit, you had mentioned that there's culinary uses for lavender. That seems to be sort of a new thing is that it's being incorporated in more and more foods. Why is that? And what are some of the foods that well, you can put it in? I mean, it just has a very unique flavor, it's, you know, because lavender naturally is an herb. Uh, and, you know, we cook with herbs all the time. It's just one that hasn't been used a whole lot before. And it just has a very unique flavor. And we've and we grow 26 different varieties on the farm, and, and um, we use different varieties for different recipes because some varieties are a little more sweeter or, or so forth. Um, but, yeah, so we – obviously, our two signature items on the farm are our lavender cherry pie and then our lavender ice cream. So our lavender cherry pie we make every day fresh on the farm, and then the ice cream we make in small batches, and that's – Literally, we're making ice cream all day long for our whole season. So those are obviously the our two signature items, but we have a whole line of different teas with lavender in it, um, and then also mixes and jams and syrups. So it just has a very unique flavor that can be uh, just give a little uniqueness to a lot of different things. Yeah, you're certainly right. It does give a unique flavor and can make some of your dishes stand out. Now, are there any challenges that come with cooking with lavender? Oh, it, there's a lot of challenges with cooking with lavender because it can overpower a recipe and then it, or it can disappear very easily. So you really have to just get it in just the right spot where it's, it's present and you can tell that there's something very unique and really good, but it doesn't overpower the recipe. So... It definitely takes a lot of trial and error, and when you feel like you figure out kind of a, a proportions, it just, with a different recipe, it totally changes. So every recipe we come up with, we have to twink a lot to get to there. We, we spent three months making pies to get our lavender cherry pie ice cream down to where we were happy with it. Wow, that does sound like quite the development process. Now, on the other side of things, are there any benefits that come with consuming lavender? Yeah, I, I guess I would say the, the benefits are just the enjoyment of the great flavor. Um, we know that the lavender as an essential oil in the, as aroma is very, um, helps with anxiety, sleeplessness, um, and things like, and like it's actually an antidepressant in Europe. So we have studies that show that it, as, a, as you, as you smell it and, and absorb, uh, the essential oil, it can really help with that. There's, there isn't any like long research showing that consuming it at you know is going to provide any health benefits. So we definitely don't comp- uh, we don't advertise that it that it provides any health benefits, but just that it is a very unique and awesome flavor. It sounds like it's certainly a way for people to um, spruce up their dishes and just try something new. Now, Aaron, is there anything I'm leaving out that you'd like to add about lavender production or incorporating it in food? After harvesting, after we dry everything, uh, we're, we're actually, our farm is open for four months, and then for eight months, we're producing these products for the next season. So we're, we spend a long, a lot of time, you know, working on different, different spices or teas or any different things. Uh, we even have a farm, a kitchen in our farm store where obviously we make our milk and our ice cream and our pies, but we also have all different types of drinks, 
milkshake type drinks with lavender and different things. Uh, we have a strawberry lavender lemonade that's really top selling. So uh, we're just always incorporating it into different things and spending a lot of time coming up with new ways to utilize lavender. Aaron McReynolds from New Life Lavender and Cherry Farm in Baraboo along with us, sharing more about lavender use in food and what kind of work goes into growing the plant. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund.